0: Welcome to a new episode of Honest and Mean.
1: But not too obscene.
0: Very nice. Uh, Yeah. Um, So I guess this episode is sort of like a continuation of the previous one, where we are looking at, we are trying to be your guide to quarantine entertainment. Um, But what's going to be different is we're going to be interviewing a bunch of our friends to see what they've been up to. Um, Because we all enjoy ourselves in different ways, I guess.
1: Yes, so we'll hopefully give you guys some ideas about what to watch, what to listen to, maybe what to read. And since we've already shared our sort of recommendations, our insights, doing, um, hopefully you can expand on the options that you guys have to enjoy your time maybe a little bit more. Or if you are enjoying your time, to make it even better. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's an opportunity to catch up with these people as well, because we haven't spoken to them in a long time. Um, but yeah, yeah, without further ado, unless you have anything to add.
1: No, I was just going to say that sometimes you talk to people every day, but you never actually ask them what they have been watching or yeah. what they have been reading. Exactly. You know? yeah. But it's like sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it will- interested because i always look for recommendations so i'm excited
0: all right yeah and then i guess that's without further ado let's jump into it um and see what our first guest has to say
2: um we are joined by uh, irene thank you thank you for agreeing to come on with us
3: thank you for having me
2: yeah, uh, we've just been speaking for a long time, so this is kind of weird to say now, but um, uh, but yeah, uh, how have you been doing?
3: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to repeat myself again.
2: <laughs> oh, that's all right, that's all right. This is just a sort of general catch-up before we get into the, uh, the deep stuff. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, I'm very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, are you bored, entertained, or just neutral? I think the best word for it is just confused. I'm just constantly like really confused about how I feel, about what is going on. Okay. I, I have very mixed emotions and it bothers me that I can't identify them. <laughs> oh, what exactly it is? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, but yeah, it's just been sort of like a big roller coaster, I think, throughout the quarantine. But moments you know, really, where I think like oh I can handle it it's gonna be great and then moments where I'm like no <laughs> see
1: it's, it's cool because it's like oh I get to stay at home and I really like being at home but I like I've noticed that if I don't go out I just feel like I don't know how to describe it like just like eh you know and like nothing is exciting at some point point. and the only thing I would want to do is go on a walk right but sometimes I don't know why a walk seems like a mission but what have you been doing? Have you been?
3: Yeah, I've been Staying working out a lot. Actually, been doing a lot of yoga. Oh,
0: good.
3: Oh, have you? Oh, same. Yeah, For real. Yeah, Speaking I found out. Recommendations. I recommend uh, Yoga with Adrian on YouTube.
1: <laughs> oh, the lady with the dog. Yes, Benji. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: she's fantastic. Honestly,
1: but this lady <laughs> has been like doing yoga for such a long time. You know how there's way more channels, new channels now because yoga is becoming more trendy.
3: Mm. And she goes way back. Like yeah, we yeah, yeah. and she's the OG. Yeah, she go. Yeah, her channel is like years and years old, but she's really good because even if you're a beginner or you're way more advanced, she takes you back to basics where you like think about all of the movements that you're making. I don't know if you've been to a yoga class at some point, but they tend to be really quick and you don't have time to like think about how you're making certain movements and how you're getting from one position to another whereas she really helps you like take you through it and you build you you kind of you're able to do yoga on your own better because she's like sort of showing you the process of kind of building up that practice for yourself and also she's just really fun like she she has this like zen personality but she's also really quirky and yeah she is
1: and a lot of people that do yoga can be like can be very very calming Mm. some can be like more hype she's like in the middle you know yeah perfect i was trying to learn how to do a headstand she has a tutorial Mm -hmm. yeah and that actually started working but then i sort of left it but she did sort of show like for people that only are starting if you already have built strength and if you're on the like sort of last level she did talk you through so yoga is your recommendation
3: really yeah yeah yeah. and she's like so not full of herself she's not like oh (laughs) the yoga world like no no she's just really down to earth and yeah like you could be friends with her you know oh 100 i really want to be her best friend yeah
2: i I have like i don't know what this person is but i'm intrigued right now so i might just low-key sort of Check on check my out. phone while we do this. Out
1: Adrian.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just for the dog to be honest, but fair enough. Um, the
1: dog stands and sits on her legs when she's stretching and he would just stay there. So yeah, that's an uh, I
2: mean, Why else would you want a dog? You know what I'm
1: <laughs> But you know, Irene, actually on that point, um if you are interested in like online classes, I have joined like live online classes that I have to like log in through Zoom and there's a class of like Twenty-three people. Yeah, and I very much recommend. Okay, it's like a new, a new place. Um, I did like a two-week challenge because I didn't know that much. Like I would do stretching here and there, but I never understood anything. And there was like an introductory course, so I very much recommend.
3: Is this for yoga or just general workouts?
1: No, so it's just yoga. It's a yoga studio. It's called Bath Yoga Studio. It's in Bath. Very nice atmosphere. Very nice classes. Very relaxing. Some are more sort of challenging more like a workout and some are sort of they can put you to sleep after (laughs) yeah that sounds really cool yes i recommend
2: all right so we have our first shout out of the day (laughs) what (laughs) else keeps you entertained though besides yoga
3: what else kept me entertained Mm. um uh, do you want me to go straight to netflix or are we
2: (laughs) go on go i mean we all have our lists, don't we
3: Well, I think we have to start with the one and only Joe Exotic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) No
2: doubt, no doubt. Tiger
3: King came at a very special moment in my quarantine. Um, I think it was like week three or something where I was like, end of week two, I think I was really down. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this for two months and then I discovered Tiger King. And I discovered a drinking game that you can do while you watch Tiger King. And so it just, it made my quarantine. It just, I suddenly just was the happiest person on earth. So how did you discover it? Was it a recommendation? I think it was just all over the internet. There were so many memes about it and just friends who just kept saying like, are you watching it? You should watch it. Why aren't you watching it? And I was like, okay.
2: Do you think Carol
0: did it? (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: oh.
3: What do you think, Irene? We're very interested. <laughs> okay, unpacking your <laughs> opinion, right? No, because I, I have worked in criminal defense and I know that it's very easy to make things sound like a person is guilty. Um, but I, I, people need to have the benefit of the doubt. And
2: yeah, okay, if, people need to benefit them. We're talking about Carol here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right, all right, all right. My gut says that she did it. But okay. my gut also <laughs> says that Joe Exotic is a shady fucker. <laughs>
2: 100%. Um, you know,
3: and this is what bothered me about the show as well, actually, in hindsight. The show is about a man who does horrible things, right? Who basically like got with straight men and, and tricked them into marrying him by giving them drugs. Um, He did horrible things to animals. He probably paid to get Carol killed. And no one talks about that. All we talk about is how Carol Baskin is such a bitch. And it's like, I don't know if that was the point of the show.
1: Yeah, I was watching um, like a review and somebody said, again, unpopular opinion. They said that the show completely lost the point of the show. So originally it was meant to be a documentary about the abuse of animals in the U.S. And it turned into this, like, someone would refer to it as shit show <laughs> of, like, just entertaining. Like, the amount of entertainment in each episode I think was more than, a, like, a two-season series on Netflix on average. Like, something kept happening, like, all the time. I was I entertained. Like, but, yeah, I, I, just I agree that the point was
2: lost. Yeah, I feel like this is just a Netflix thing, though. They do this with every documentary where it just stops becoming informational and just starts becoming either like a pure sort of entertainment show or like some sort of propaganda, you know? Like, like let's push this idea out there. in the Or this, like, they did this with the Michael Jordan documentary, which is very entertaining and I recommend it to everyone. But it's just such a skewed view of, of Michael Jordan. Like, he was, you know god on earth and i mean fair enough they did call him black jesus but they completely sort of ignored all the times that he sort of got into a game and just did nothing and it was yeah oh so they sort
1: of glorified him instead of what netflix did in tiger king when they just like bashed Carl baskin yeah okay but apparently uh, i was i watched like a 10 minute video released by what was his name her husband her new husband
0: oh
2: harold
1: harold harold howard, howard <laughs> Some, yeah like so uh, no, all
3: i can think about is that picture where he's dressed up as a tiger and she's like whipping him <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know what's crazy that it didn't seem when i saw that it was like it didn't seem too bad in the grand scheme of things of the show <laughs> no. no it doesn't stand out that much no. and then, when the guy drives his car with a skeleton at the front and i didn't notice and somebody like later on there was a meme and they said you know that the show has been going downhill when you don't even notice that the guy has been driving with a skeleton at the front seat and i was like yeah there was the scene
0: wait I mean, was that her
3: husband
2: no no some oh, other guy. No.
1: So her husband released a video saying that the agreement initially, they were approached by a few people to do a documentary about um, animals being kept in captivity and the whole point was that it was meant to be informational, it was meant to be educational and they sort of got tricked into it. Okay. So the way that she, mm. like it was meant to be apparently like a one minute mention of her husband, of her ex-husband right, going missing and never being found and they said that um yeah, they were sort of tricked into the way it is sort of portrayed now but he didn't expect it to be like that but the initial idea was them being the focus of the show and the animals of course yeah.
3: and I mean and there's that other guy the one with the long hair who has like 50 wives oh, oh like, yeah. horrible character and we just brush past it like nah he's cool <laughs> but carol baskin <laughs> oh jesus I think
2: he's in jail though you know, so it's...
3: he better what? be yeah,
1: yeah good but- sign Saman, is he in jail for the abuse of the animals or for the abuse of the women?
2: It's uh, a good question. I have no idea. Uh, but they did raid his compound. So maybe for both. Hopefully for both.
3: Because well, he yeah. really, like, openly killed tigers, right? Mm. I mean, Joe Exotic was supposed to be a bit better about that, but...
0: really not. Like, not. Really not. really
3: yeah. openly cruel to animals.
1: See, but I feel like... Do you know- do you guys agree that Joe Exotic was still more likable because he wasn't as cocky? Yeah. I mean, he was into himself a lot, like <laughs> a lot a lot. But when this guy was like riding the elephant around town, like he did think he was <laughs> he was the king. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like him.
3: But that's the thing, right? Like you you kind of look more at the the character of a person like how they come across rather than their actual their actions i don't know i think we're way more forgiving of joe exotic just because he was funny and had a, had a great person
1: see that's a very interesting point for another episode yeah <laughs>
2: yeah i mean loki though they're all crazy and it's just leave it. At yeah. for real. so what else have you been watching
3: i'm just going through my netflix now um oh one that came up just now is atypical but I didn't necessarily watch this one during quarantine, but I really recommend it as well. Um, okay. I'm very much into like, just chilled shows that I don't have to think about too much. <laughs> okay. uh, there's some others that I watch like that are more serious, but um, yeah, Typical is on Netflix and it's just about this uh, kid that has autism and goes to high school and it's about his life. Um, and he's obsessed with penguins and just animals in general so every episode has, like, a theme about, like, what penguins do and it relates to him. It's, I really liked it. Um, anyone who's watched it, like, has told me that they also really enjoy it. Um, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I'm intrigued.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, hold on, let me write that down. I, didn't <laughs> write it
3: down. I wrote
1: down everything, including Michael Jordan documentary.
2: Oh, yeah, The, the Last yeah. Dance is, uh, is impressive. It's, um, yeah, no. See,
1: I've seen it I'm on i to talking about it. <laughs> oh, you'll get emotional.
2: No, no, no. It's just it's it's been the talk of because we have nothing to to, to do. Right? Basketball is offline, so all we have is the last dance, and it's sort of like yes, Michael,
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, see, I can't relate. Hmm. I don't. I'm not invested into like any sport or any like anything to that extent that had to be stopped for the quarantine. That now I'm just hmm. waiting until it's back. I mean, food, yes. <laughs> that I'm invested in for Whoa. sure. <laughs> Going
3: out. Oh, yeah. Sunlight. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Do you guys get right. to go outside in Saudi?
2: Uh, well, we used to. And then now we're on a 24-hour curfew. So. What does that mean?
3: 24-hour curfew?
2: Yeah, so I, can't, I can go out to the local supermarket. So that's about, that's about it can't go anywhere can't leave my neighborhood you know can't leave my home like as in for a long time so yeah so you did
3: that 10-hour trip right on time
2: yeah but i mean i had a permit for that because I, I couldn't even do that without a permit i got stopped um maybe 16 times total. wow yeah.
1: jesus so it is strict
2: yeah 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 no it's uh that's, you know, so, like, phew, shut down.
1: I shouldn't complain because mm. here, of course, it's not as strict. And you can see that it's not as strict, like, and it's becoming increasingly less strict because the traffic is increasing. The mm. queues in the shops are crazy. So
2: I still won't complain busy here. It's still mm-hmm. busy here, uh, which is weird because we have this sort of weird culture thing where families, like, extended families get together in like this villa they rent out for a day, Right, you could rent a villa for a day and everyone just goes there. Um, and that's been sort of said, you gotta stop that. And if you don't stop that, you'll be fined 10K per family. Um, and like just last week, some family got fined 70K, right? Cause you have like, you know, the sort of mother, father, the grandmother and granddad, the sort of the kids and there, you know, and they were all together, they all got fined. So it's, it's, it's still going out. is kind of crazy. Wow. Mm.
3: People, some people have no fear.
2: No, no. But leave that aside. What's next on the list? Come on. Let's stay entertained. Um,
3: one I've been watching lately is Killing Eve because the third mm. season is out. Killing Eve is really good. See, this is not on Netflix, is it? No, but if you have a VPN... Right. This is this is not strictly speaking uh, legal advice. So, <laughs> um, okay. If you have a VPN, just make an account on BBC, like BBC Player, I think it's called. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it'll ask you where you live. Just say any postcode in the UK. Um, maybe not your own because then it'll ask you if you have <laughs> a TV license, <laughs> and you just gotta say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks. Ari. That was helpful. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody he recommended me uh, Killing Eve at this at a similar time when they recommended Queen of the South. I'm not sure if you heard.
3: Yes, I've seen that. Um, yeah, Queen of the South is good. It's kind of like Narcos. Um, yeah,
1: Salman, for example, wasn't a fan. He can tell you.
3: He was like, mm, yeah, he wasn't
1: loving it. He's just
2: full of bad acting. I don't. <laughs> it was just so bad. <gasps> the story was nice, but the acting was terrible. <laughs> I
3: enjoyed it. the The main actress she reminds me of uh, is it Kristen Stewart, the one who has no emotion. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's oh. like she's a badass and all of that. Like she's literally dr- running a, a drug cartel, um, but it's it, there's nothing there. Like it, and it,
2: Absolutely. I guess maybe it
3: adds to her character because she's just really cold and like calculated.
2: No, but, but it's not just her though. I mean, <laughs> all the male characters have terrible acting skills they're all terrible i think the only person i watched in that show and thought damn you can act was like the sort of camilla vargas the sort of the villain because i hated her right just like you hate and i think that was the okay. role yeah uh, yeah it's
3: a villain you love to hate right
2: yeah,
1: yeah i'm surprised you remember the names i usually watch tv shows and then i cannot remember the characters at all like if i'm trying to like trace it back I can't remember names like what was the name of the, her boy like the guy they did
3: a thing and then he disappeared oh her boyfriend the one from the very beginning how uh, no, do you like remember that. her name
2: <laughs> Guero Guero is his name
1: like how do you remember yeah I can't remember <sighs> names at all but anyways going back to Killing Eve yes you recommend
3: it's amazing um the director her name is fuck she has a double-barreled name
2: let me get it well,
3: on. No. Get it on. Uh, she's really, really good though. She's she's very up and coming. She also does some acting. Um, and she's done Fleabag, um, which I also really recommend. You can literally binge Fleabag in a day. Um, and so she doesn't just act in it, but she also directs. And I think
2: Shannon that? Murphy. No. No. no? Okay.
3: double no. borrowed name. <laughs> oh
1: oh
2: sorry. yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> but, although Shannon Murphy did direct two episodes.
3: Oh really? Oh and she's Phoebe Waterbridge. She's a writer, yes. sorry, not the yeah. Phoebe okay. Waterbridge. Phoebe Waterbridge. And she's yeah, she's just fantastic. Um I think she's gonna do great things and I think anything that she puts her creative mind on just always turns out really great. So
1: this is what I would you, love. The fleabag. This is what I would love on my um like a recommendation letter. Yes. <laughs> she can <laughs> do great in anything she puts her mind to. <laughs> i need to find a way to watch it because um i've been trying for the past year and a half and i've been trying to like find it and then i would forget and try again same with the us office Is that? i've never seen it
3: actually have you or have you not no it's the good
2: i mean yes
3: (laughs) someone loves it
2: i I I love the office you Um... think it's better the u s office I know I don't think it's better I think it's just different the the, the humor is different the u s as compared to the UK office
1: but which one is more convincing to you and more funny
2: just, you know what like humor depends on the mood I'll tell you that like some days you want to listen to sort of your British humor you know that's funny to you some days you just want to see people mm-hmm. act stupid and that's sort of American humor Um I don't know. Hmm.
0: There's a but show called seen- The
2: Muppets, though, which is like The Office, but just Muppets. Um, and it's amazing. It's like a recommendation. Um, although we said we were going to keep that to right. the end of the, show, the, the podcast. But I just threw oh, it in Our the-
3: recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> no, join in because otherwise <laughs> I feel like under pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, pressure is on. Give us a list. <laughs> Damn. Um, Okay, let me continue. Let me continue. I'm just, I literally just flicking through my Netflix. If you guys think of things, definitely interrupt me. Okay. You know what yeah. it is though? I'm actually quite bothered by Netflix because I feel like it shows you, it has very like limited... I don't know, you kind of, you binge watch something and then you're trying to find like a series that's similar or something, but then it just, mm. it's like, no, we have these top 10 shows and you got to watch like one of these top 10 shows and you're like, no, but I want to watch something. And it's like, no, mm. <laughs> stick with these top 10
2: shows. 100%, 100%. Um,
1: but also the availability of movies is sometimes limited.
0: Mm.
3: Like, movies are terrible on Netflix.
1: Mm-hmm, Remember of like old stuff. Mm, they, they not just, that I'm such an old movie enthusiast, I won't consider myself that, but there's some things that are like before 2005, right? No chance you're gonna find that.
2: Yeah. They have this also, like Netflix movies, they have this sort of yellow filter, you know? I like think you're a Arab country, a sort of Latino country, if you're Mexico. Uh, the, the whole like screen is just gonna look yellow. And I find that really irritating, you know? It's like borderline racist. Yeah.
3: Wait, what, why? What, what do you mean yellow
2: filter? So, so you know when you're watching like a, a movie about some sort of shit in the US and then they travel to Mexico? All of a sudden Mexico's yellow oh, on the screen. Oh, right? But oh, it's not. It's not. And it, I, I hate that. Like it, oh, it, yeah. it, I just get like, I'm not watching this movie and I turn it off.
1: You know what I would describe it as? Dusty.
2: Dusty. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Suddenly it looks that okay. I okay, get okay. Okay,
2: it really pisses me off. Gotcha. Okay, really like it's like I don't know. I find it racist. Like, like what are you trying to say? <laughs> you don't think they are trying to
1: like highlight that the vibe has changed?
2: No, Any- I think they're trying to show that this country's dusty because it's not the United States.
1: Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Well, stronger because
2: I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because you don't see that dust filter, the yellow filter, if they travel to France, it's not there. It's still sort of all nice and whitey, and you know, sort of like actual colors. Oh, sorry.
3: Controversial.
2: Sorry, sorry I can't I can't like
3: be part of this too much because my internet's kind of getting slow right now. But no, I agree with you. I I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> but speaking, of what you know when you go to a country and like. You know how every country kind of has a different smell?
2: Yes.
0: Um,
3: Right? I feel like that's something that you feel when you go there and you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm home or, oh, I'm... Mm. London has a very specific smell. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's something that movies can't capture. So maybe that's what they're trying to do. I don't know.
2: (laughs) They do it on, like, Mexico looks the same as, like, Palestine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or Afghanistan, like they still have the yellow. <laughs> Afghanistan's Afghanistan's a beautiful <laughs> country. You know what I mean? Like besides the war, it's beautiful. Uh, anyway,
1: That's one of the complaints to Netflix. Mm. Mm. We should write and be like, hey, is there a reason why you do that? But yeah. they have released, uh, I saw on Facebook. I saw a list of things that will be coming out and it was, oh yeah. Things like Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Um, Bing, Joe Malkovich, Scarface, even Dolly Parton, here I am, is coming out. (laughs) So they are releasing all things. Oh, Uh, oh, you know what's funny? Um, I don't know how to present, uh, Hotel Transylvania 3.
2: Hotel Transylvania 3, nice.
1: It's a summer vacation, and in my head, I legit saw summer vacation scheme. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they are releasing old stuff apparently in June so that's nothing to look forward to
3: yes is that in the UK
1: Mm, you know what very good point yeah it is only in the UK yes so do you you don't have access to some stuff because if it's only like strictly UK because I know that it's very strict like between like US UK stuff you can't access the US stuff or is it pretty much that if you're in Holland, you can't access UK?
3: I think every country has their own mm. Netflix, um, but sometimes you can use a VPN with Netflix and it'll let you, and then sometimes it won't. So
1: Okay. So it's hit and miss.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, get yeah. Arabic, I get Arabic movies on my Netflix, so.
1: Okay. Mm. I mean, me and Irene probably would never get a recommendation, you know?
2: I mean, I, I can <laughs> give you some, but You have to rely on subtitles.
1: Oh, I told someone yesterday, I have these moments when I'm thinking, what am I doing with my life? I should get on with my languages, you know? Knowing languages is the best thing you can do, connect with the culture. And I was like, okay, I should continue with my Spanish and start Arabic. So I started watching a Spanish movie with Arabic subtitles. (laughs) And I was like, this is... I mean, the other way
3: around would have been a bit better. (laughs) I
1: know, but I was like, you know when people say? If you like visually see things, you connect better because I have a very much visual memory. But of course, that
3: was a fail. But I did try. I mean, it's a different alphabet, right? So. Yeah, exactly. But it I did. like staring at scribbles.
1: Having said that, mean I have downloaded the alphabet and I have a document on my laptop called the Arabic alphabet. <laughs> does, that,
2: does that have my voice notes with the numbers as well?
1: No, that's separate. That's oh. on the phone. I have different... Okay from different
3: ways
2: Fair
1: to make Fair
3: this. yeah actually Arabic is is the next language I want to learn but I feel I want to like actually sit down for like a year and just learn it I feel like if I just start and kind of do bits I won't fully commit and I'll get tired of it one of my friends he studied Arabic in uni and so he was sort of like taking me through the basics like oh, the letters look different at the beginning of a word than at the middle, than at the end. Yeah.
2: You
3: know? <laughs> and then he told me some, like, grammar rules. And I was just like, I, I studied Greek and Latin, and I thought that was hard. Um, and then he was teaching me Arabic grammar, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he really put me off it, but it's it's definitely one language I want to try and grammar The write. grammar's
2: a bit complex, but you don't need to, like, uh, it makes sense if you know sort of the... Um, the, the sort of the spoken right um so if you learn how to speak it you'll sort of understand why certain things don't go together
1: but how right. long do you think Salman how long would you think it would take to get to the point when you can have a conversation
2: oh i think a lot of people do though like i've met a lot of people in the uk that have picked up arabic as sort of just verbally um you know and they can make like very basic conversation and you have to like um so I, as as an arabite you have to like simplify what i'm saying but they we can have a conversation you okay. know okay yeah.
1: but how long to be honest i know it's a very sort of open question because it depends if you're going to school learning every day once a week yeah uh,
0: it
2: depends um i once had like a no you can have entire conversations you know like like this one but obviously instead of it taking a couple hours it'll take three three to four right like it'll just double the time because i'm speaking slower so they can yeah
3: well irene is it is it like so you know english is a really easy language because our grammar is not too strict so even Mm -hmm. if you're making a lot of mistakes or if you know very few words in english you can still get your point across um by sort of Mm -hmm. just getting creative with it, you know? Um, It's very easy to to understand someone who just doesn't speak uh, fluent English. Whereas if you compare it to, for example, French, um, if you don't speak perfect French, um, it'll be a lot harder to understand someone because, Mm. you know, some words could mean the same thing or like if you make grammar mistakes, suddenly your sentence could just mean something completely different and stuff like that. Um, Where would you classify Arabic in that? Spectrum.
2: Um, I think written Arabic, as in if I was to read what was written, is a lot like French. Um, spoken Arabic, though, is a lot like English. You know, because there's 22 different countries that speak 22 different versions of Arabic, and so we all sort of just understand each other, even though the sentence is completely different the structure, the okay. how we pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Meme um, about French. When you would translate back, and it was, I think they were ton. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, and like, does it actually is it actually true? Because I asked my friend who speaks French, and she was like, I wasn't even aware that you can call this specific word this word, you know, in French. That I thought a different word meant.
3: Yeah, there's a few of those. There's also some with ver and uh, mm. yeah, other ones. There. Yeah, I think for the ton one, there's there's one that I was like, oh, I didn't realize. That was, you could also use that word.
1: Because you speak French, Irene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Do you find that it's easier for you when you start learning a new language because you already speak a few languages? That like sort of by association, there are similarities that help you progress faster?
3: For sure. Um, But then again, the languages. So I learned English and Spanish as my mother tongues. Um, And then I learned French when I was like six because I went to French school. And then I learned Dutch like kind of at the same time because I just grew up here. So the point is I didn't really like sit down in school and like learn with a book. You know, I just sort of Uh heard it a lot when I was young and then that's that's how I learned. Um, But for example, if I read German or if I listen to Italian or Portuguese, like those come a lot easier to me just because they're they come from the same language. Right. And so in that sense, they're really similar. But I think if I were to learn, I don't know, Arabic or Chinese or another language that is, um just comes from a different root, then I think it could be harder. Um, I do generally think it's easier, like grammar things, um, you know, when you have certain words that you can't necessarily translate to another language. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot easier, the more languages you know, the easier it is to make comparisons. Uh, with the new language you're trying to learn right
1: yeah that is very like that is very very impressive that you speak that many languages I always find it cool that you can just like you meet someone and you can just switch you know and I feel like straight away you feel more familiar with that person even though you have just met them the fact that it's like oh you speak so-and-so
3: yeah yeah for sure
1: Sure. I was reading it. Sorry. No, no. Carry on. No, no. Go, That <laughs> I was just going to say. That is there any language that you like? You enjoy speaking the most? Because, for example, for me, I always said that Polish. To me, when it comes to like singing or poetry, always Polish. You know? Is there a language like that for you?
3: Um, I love how expressive Spanish is. Um, when I need to, when I'm like, not necessarily angry, but or, or just I need to. I have. To, Just emotions that I need to let out. Spanish is really, really good. Like, I love cursing in Spanish, it's so creative. English is so boring. You have like three swear words, and that's it. I I
2: feel Um,
3: Yeah. It depends. I think it depends on what I'm trying to do. Um, But in terms of,
1: for example, music, is there any language that sounds like the most melodic to you?
3: Again, it depends on the kind of music. Dutch is definitely the worst one. Oh, is, um, is an awful language, especially for music. I feel like it just, you could have a great melody, and as soon as you add Dutch lyrics to it, it just, oh, walks. So, <laughs> not Dutch. Sorry? So, mm. not Dutch then. So, not Dutch, definitely not Dutch. Um, but yeah, it, it, for example, like take flamenco. Flamenco is super expressive, right? I don't think you could have a different language. So imagine flamenco like, in Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awful, I <laughs> <And>, like German. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. oh. <laughs> I guess on, on that note though, we always end this show um, with a song recommendation. Um, and so we're each going to give one, yeah. But we put, we're going to put you on the spot here for us. So, um, I, you know, actually we'll start and we'll let you go through your playlist.
3: okay okay. i just i have so many and i have so many like music genres (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: mike do you have one
1: i do i was thinking it does not fit with the vibe of the songs that i recommended in the past but since this is something that i do like a lot um it's i would say afrobeats inspired i do really like afrobeats bashment that sort of vibe um -hmm. so i'm recommending likes by Chronics. i know that's a man probably you would not indulge. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about you, Irene, but I am putting it out there. Maybe somebody will enjoy it. I really enjoy it very much. So it's a "Likes" by Chronics. It's an inspired song.
2: Okay. Very nice. Uh, should I go on? Go for it. Okay. Or are you ready? No? You go. Okay. Oh. So... Um, I've been listening to Lee Fields and the Expressions lately um, and there's a song called Never Be Another You and I thought it was like a, a nice mix of sort of old, old style blues with like a sort of a, a modern like sprinkle on top. Um, so yeah, Lee Fields and the Expressions, recommendation.
3: Okay, Irene? All right, so I've decided to go for a dancey vibe because that has been my mood for the last few days. Um, so my song is by Azimuth called Jazz Carnival um, and if you're feeling sad, just play the song and you will not be feeling sad anymore.
2: <laughs> ooh, ooh, okay. you, can't,
3: you can't not dance when you hear that song. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just added that to my playlist.
2: She's well, listening to it now, you know, you can tell. <laughs>
1: As we speak. <laughs> right, thank you very much for your thank time. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. This was fun. Yeah, I, I wrote all your recommendations down and I'll be working down my list.
3: Cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm glad I could, I could do that. <laughs> I'm glad I could be on your podcast as well. I really love listening to it.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you.
3: I am flattered.
1: Yeah. This is the thing. Sometimes I don't know if anybody listens.
2: I mean, I could tell you how many people listen to each episode, but I wouldn't want to do that.
3: Do you know <sighs> who listens to it?
2: I don't know who listens to it, but I know how many.
3: Okay, mm. See, even for, but for
1: me, even if it's one person, this right. to me is so fun that I don't mind doing it for one person, you know?
2: That That's fair. Yeah, I know I agree. And uh, I mean, this isn't something we like advertise. We don't like have a Twitter account or anything like that. So this is just sort of well, for our group of people. Maybe. I mean, it's just, there's a whole sort of um, effort related to running it and advertising that I don't know we are going to get into you know
1: maybe i could take it up on myself because you're usually the man of the action you know i come yeah. in and i'm like hey i can speak now so maybe i should take it on, up on-
0: i mean go ahead uh, but yeah
2: we don't have that many sort of weekly listeners but we do have more than one i'll tell you that <laughs> hey
3: that's nice that's all i'm that definitely in there um i don't i don't listen to it sort of like every like regularly but then sometimes i'll just binge listen to it because you guys are fun
1: Irene, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Even watch like at the end of the year, as long as it's something Mm -hmm. that entertains anyone. Yeah,
2: exactly.
3: And you always talk about like interesting stuff. I don't know. I enjoy it.
1: (laughs) I get very hyped. I told someone that I get very very hyped. That I Mm. could be so calm, so zen, and then as soon as I start speaking, I speak fifty times faster. I'm more expressive. So I don't know what it is, but I enjoy it very much. So thank you very much to not keep the guys longer. Thank you very much for your time. Mm -hmm. This was fun. We appreciate you coming on and giving us your Sunday time, which is a precious
3: time. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, we know you have somewhere to be as well, actually. So that's why I'm trying to give you. I would be Netflix
3: if I weren't here. So don't. Oh, fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. Honestly, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope you enjoy my recommendations.
2: Oh, yeah. We will. Go oh, no, <laughs> we'll check We no, it out. The it's all written right right
0: now.
1: We will.